Welcome to Of Sound Mind and Spirit. I'm Shelley. And I'm Lisa. We're sisters walking together on a journey of faith. We're not perfect. And we definitely don't have all the answers. We're inviting you to walk with us as we explore ways we can better know and grow in our faith together. together. Welcome back to another episode from Of Sound Mind and Spirit. I'm Lisa. And I'm Shelley. And it is almost the end of 2023. Woohoo! We made it. <laughs> I it, it's it's crazy. I, I think back on this year and part of me thinks, man, this was a long year. Does it make sense that I feel like it went by fast and it was long at the same time? Yes. Or is that a contradiction? No, that's how I it's exactly <laughs> how I feel. It it went by fast, but it was a really long year. Like I'm sure there were more than 12 months. I think what made it feel long and fast is that we started a podcast. Really? Do do you mm-hmm. think that was <laughs> Well, I think it was something that began to take up a lot of time. <laughs> it took yeah. a and, lot and of we, planning meetings. And it took a lot of preparation and it takes time to record and get them ready to launch. And a big learning curve. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, dear listener, can you guess what we're going to talk about this episode? We are going to talk about um, really the end of the year. So kind of looking back and reflecting on a few things, but... Before you say, oh no, and turn off the episode, I'm going to tell you, this is not a reflection episode on what did you accomplish this year? No. Or how did you better next year? No, 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 no. Right, Shelley? Did you get it all done no. this year, Lisa? I, I'm never, see, again, this is the midlife part of me. I've lived long enough now to know I will never get it all done. And that is not by the method by which I should measure my life. Right? That's correct. Not about accomplishing. So hopefully this will be a little bit of a a different kind of end of the year podcast um, compared to if you want to be like, yay, I got it all done, then go listen to something else. (laughs) I was going to say, go start your own podcast and tell us how. Except there you go. I probably won't listen to it because, yeah, I've I've already. I'm like you, Lisa. I've already decided it's not going to happen. Deal with what you can deal with. Right, right. So, um, one of the things that we approach the end of the year, Shelley, and my here's here's my attitude. I want to simply give thanks to God for the year. Amen. Be grateful for his presence uh, alongside me and with my family throughout uh, 2023, as well as all the years of my life. Um, but And then give thanks for uh, him walking with us on the journey going forward. Inviting him to walk with us on the journey going forward. We right. need him all the time. Right. So I don't want to know how many times, Lisa, I have said, dear God, give me the strength to get through this week. Right. <laughs> and then thank you for the the blessings, whether they are large or whether they are small. Like, thank you, Lord, for waking up this morning mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. hear birds and maybe the sun is shining or it's raining, you know, little things as well. So Shelly. I prepared a few questions for Shocker. you. 
It's for you. All for Shocker. you. I'm not answering. Just mm-hmm. you. You're on the hot seat. Hey, uh, I think our readers should also answer these questions. So <laughs> you'll have to make them available so that they can read them to their own families. Okay. Ha- have their own fun discussion. You know what we're missing? Mom. no i was gonna say we're missing a beverage of choice this would be a lot more fun to toast the end of the year with okay i have a sparkling water here does that count no i have just plain water sorry (laughs) okay so we're gonna toast the end of the year with sparkling and still water (laughs) well you could hit the pause button and i'll go fix something i do have mom's gin and tonic recipe (laughs) (laughs) that would make it more fun and to have a like a new year's little hat on, even though it's not quite New Year's yet, but I'm It's the I'm ready. fourth day of Christmas, Lisa. Do not take away my Christmas season. <laughs> on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. Yay! <laughs> I have never sung one on before. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm not sure where you want to start. You Let's, prepared these for me, so spin know, the wheel and pick spin one. Spin the wheel. I like <laughs> it. Okay. What is something you learned in 2023? Oh, that is a trick question. <laughs> what is something I learned this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, you might have to pause this and come back to me. Okay. I'll be honest. What What first came to mind is how to work with you on doing a podcast together. <laughs> oh, now we're getting real right off the bat. <laughs> you know, I, that you, actually, that is a huge one, Shell, because we we talk about learning curve of podcasts and you think technology, you know, editing, whatever, you know, topics. I think our largest learning curve for the podcast was was really about how to merge our different styles personalities personalities preparation and mm-hmm. figure out a way to do this together yeah that was yeah I, really that is that was our biggest learning curve because yes i did learn how to do some audio editing and i did have a lot of fun learning that but dare i say learning to work with me your dear sister <laughs> and you in return you know right <laughs> Finding the grace to give each other when we're both being ourselves and forgetting that we have to remember the other person and that we're not the exact same in our approaches. That's a very polite, nice way of saying butting heads and, um, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) being sisters. Being sisters. Tell me there's not another sister group out there that didn't identify with that. That's right. I think everybody who has a sister understood that that little phrase. Okay, next question. Okay. Oh, wait. Did you learn something new? I've spent a lot of time alone, which sounds weird. You know, I only have one one kid home now. And, um, you know, my husband's working a lot right now. And I'm not working outside the home right this second. And so I spent a lot of time alone. And so one of the things I've learned, which I know about myself, but I really had to learn again, is that I need to be out and I am an extrovert and I need to be out and about that I do draw energy from other people. And it's been a long time since I've spent this much time physically like alone at the house. And so 
I have to leave my house. And that's a good thing to know about yourself, though. And probably there are other people nodding their head in agreement. And and the introverts are saying, what are you talking about? That sounds fabulous. Right. <laughs> Nobody bothering you for like 10 hours in the day? It's good for like a day or two. And then it's like, who wants to go to lunch? Like trying to remember that whole be still and no thing. I'm still working on that. And that's that's where my struggle comes in. He's giving you lots of opportunity to practice. Yes. Okay. Number two for you. What made you laugh out loud? You, mom, (laughs) my family. I, you know, honestly, anytime we get together with friends and record, we've had some guests and they've made me laugh out loud. We've had some really fun moments and that makes me laugh out loud. Laughing's my favorite. You said that so sincerely. It's the quote from Elf. Oh, sorry. Have you not watched Elf 15 times this past weekend? I've only seen it once ever. No, get out. Seriously. Okay, 2024, make Lisa watch Elf at least twice. (laughs) I've just seen it the one time. Sorry. I don't know. I put this question on there because I realize I don't laugh enough. I just want, I don't know have fun and um, have some joy in my life. And so um, I would say things with my family when we uh, go out and do things like an escape room and someone does something completely silly or playing games, uh, things like that. I, I honestly just, I love it. I love to lose yourself in the moment and just laughing is just joyful. So I love this that. one isn't this year, but we did play that decades generation game that you have once. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the name of that game, but there was quite a bit of laughing. No, you know what it was? It wasn't that one. It was, um, it was charade. It was reverse charades. That one where you had the three people acting out the charades card and one person trying to guess that was, and then no videos exist because nobody would let mom video, but it was so funny and that is true. And that kind of stuff. I love, I love that. Let's do that. That again. was probably the biggest laugh we've ever had <laughs> as a family. Yeah. When you get grown adults who take themselves very seriously doing goofy stuff in order to win a game. Yep. And everybody got into it. And I think everybody. it was the no videos, no social media allowed that that really allowed us to cut loose and and be present there. And everybody could do it from the youngest to the oldest. Everybody had fun. Even though some, I will say some of the things the kids didn't understand what they were on the card. So we had to explain it to them. But other than that, it was super fun. Okay. This one is a hard one. This is really difficult. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Of the books you read this year, which was your favorite? No, no. <laughs> That's like asking me to pick my favorite child. Okay. <laughs> you can, you can, okay, you can give me a couple. Um, Just to clarify, a couple or like one or two, the, a couple like don't six have or all day. seven. This is not okay. a two-hour episode. <laughs> so, so we did, uh, you remember, I think I've already mentioned it, and Lisa can tell you which number and episode it probably was, but <laughs> I, this... At the beginning of the year, I asked friends on Facebook to give me uh, a recommendation of a book that they have read and love. And it had to be only a book that I had not read and I would read anything they suggested. And I got 12 really good books. And I have really enjoyed 
getting to read those books. So I'm trying to think if there was a particular favorite that came out of that, like The Extraordinary Life of Sam Hell, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn. I think I've mentioned those. But if I have to pick one book, one that yes. I read, I really loved this year, it's going to be called The Dazzling Light of God, a Madeleine Debrell reader. She is a French, was an atheist, became Catholic, social worker around World War II. And in the years afterwards, she's been named a venerable. Uh, so she's on the path to sainthood. And it's a collection of her writings and excerpts. So it's not like a, a novel where you read it from start to finish. It reads more like poetry or like small uh, bits of prose. And it's deep. So I, will have to I do recommend that. Okay, I'm going to cheat because it's my question. I have several, but I'll be fast. Oh, okay. shocker. So, surprise, <laughs> surprise. I went surprise. through I went through my Goodreads because it was hard to remember um, all the books. And so I picked a couple of spiritual books and then I have two fiction because I read a lot. Uh, one, one of my favorites was Busy Lives and Restless Souls by Becky Eldridge. Um, the subtitle is how prayer can help you find the missing piece in your life. And I'm, I'm just going to read the very first sentence on the back of the book. And this will tell you why I loved it. Ready? If you've already figured out your life and feel totally complete, then this book may not be for you. <laughs> that sounds Get like it? our podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she's a spiritual director um, in Ignatian spirituality. And it it just really spoke to me about the busyness and finding the peace and prayer in your life. So love that. Um, number two, and this one I had started years ago and put down. Um, and I finally picked it back up and finished. And I don't know what took me so long because it's a fabulous book. And it is called Start With Jesus. How Everyday Disciples Will Renew the Church. And it's Julian Stans. And it's a, again, fabulous book. It's really about the individual things that you can do as a, as a individual um, Christian or uh, if you work for your church. And when I started the book, I was working for my parish. And I think that's what made me put it down as I stopped. And then I picked it back up this year and finished it. And it's really all about um, individual evangelization and what you can do to help your community. So love it. Um, and there's a whole online like workbook that goes with it. So anyway, and then the third one is Saints Who Transformed Their World. And that's Sherry Waddell. And I love reading about saints and learning about saints. And the, it's the little one. And the cool thing about it is she picked saints are not household names for the most part. In fact, your Madeline Delbril is in mm -hmm. here. Oh, wow. She's one of the ones listed. Anthony Gowdy, who is constructing the, the, the church in Barcelona. La Sagrada Familia. There you go. That's almost complete this year or next year, I guess it will be. He's in there, not a saint yet, but he's on the path. And so it was it was really an interesting read about people you don't, aren't household names for the most part. Mm. Okay, so quickly, my two fiction books, because I have to. Um, all, all Those Things We Never Said by Mark Levy. Um, he's a French fiction writer. I have read many, many of his books. I read it in English, don't worry. And um, it's it's really about a story about uh, an estranged daughter and father and an opportunity to reconcile. But he has such a great way of telling a story that it's 
I just, I just love his books, the way he writes his characters. Uh, and then, then the last one is called Wool, and it's by Hugh, Hugh, Huey, H-O-W-E-Y. And you might, it is the, it's a, it's a young adult novel, and then my girls have read it. But it's the book that the Apple TV series Silo is based on. And I watched. Yeah, I haven't heard of either of those. <laughs> I watched Silo with my husband on Apple Plus or whatever, and then um, I listened to a podcast about Silo, and they're like, "Well, you know, it's based on the book Wool," and I was like, oh, "I bought that book for my girls," and so I had to sit down and read it. And I like a good kind of dystopian. I like dystopian fiction, so those are my five. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, five. You got five. I feel like I need to add a few more in there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to pick books also that I have not talked about on the podcast. So there's so many amazing books. And we've, I mean, how many episodes have we done on books now, right? A lot. Um, Number three, (laughs) Tips to Grow in Spiritual Reading. There was number 10, Why Should You Join a Book Club? Uh, Let's see. And number 14, we talked about St. Monica and all the books about her. Any others? Oh, number 19, sharing good books. See where I'm going? So I wanted to hit on a couple we hadn't talked about. Well, I don't want people to think I'm not reading spiritual books either, but (laughs) (laughs) I didn't read a lot of them this year. (laughs) No shame. You you read what, you you know, what calls to you. Yep. Yep. I will say I liked Atomic Habits by John Clare. Oh, I've I didn't heard of that. follow all of his advice, but I they did change the way I think about some things. So I'll have to go on my Goodreads to read those reviews. As always, I would say come find us on Goodreads uh, if you want to see what else we're reading and uh, our reviews. All right. Let's see. Next question. What did you do for the first time this year? I have two things that I thought of for this one. Okay. The first one is I traveled to Tennessee and to Michigan, and those are two states I have never been to that I was really looking forward to going, especially Tennessee. And I loved both of them for different reasons, but you know me, I love to travel and and see new places. But the one I want to talk about is that in March, February, I think it was February. In February, I received an invitation from one of mom's Italian cousins to come to her house and help them make all the Italian cookies for St. Joseph's Day. And the St. Joseph's Day, the Catholic Church, especially Italian-Americans, especially Sicilian Italian-Americans, we do a huge altar and they put all these amazing cookies and breads and, and things on there. And the one thing that I've always wanted to learn how to make was the cuciadad which is the Italian fig cookies. And they're made a certain way and cut a certain way. Well, our cousin, I say our cousin, I don't remember which generational cousin she is for us, but our cousin, she invites so many people. There were like 25 people in the house. And we, I got to put my hands on and then learn every single step of the way, like from making, taking the dried figs and making them into the paste that goes in the center of the cookies too how the dough is made to how you roll out the dough and and do everything. It's very exact. And it was so wonderful because we sat at these big long tables with our rolling pins and the dough on one side and the filling on the other. And and you just talk and not gossip, but you just talk and enjoy each other's company and catch up. And it, it was everything I've always imagined a really big Italian family would 
do. It, was, it, it just made me feel very embraced by our Italian culture. I love that. And I, I hope really you get to do it again. Here. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I would say, um, as I've mentioned in a couple of the other podcasts, we hosted a foreign exchange student last year, a uh, last school year. So, um, a lot of my new experiences involve her, involve Clara and her family and the things that I was introduced to through hosting a student from Spain and her culture. And um, I could start with New Year's, The and this goes with my laughing out loud. Uh, Spain, there is a tradition of eating 12 grapes on New Year's. And um, I don't know if our grapes in the U.S. are bigger. Maybe it's Texas, like everything's bigger in Texas. But trying to shove 12 grapes in your mouth and chew and swallow at the same time, like... I don't know. We almost all choked, but we were laughing hysterically and she was laughing at us. And it was so much, it was, it was fun. There's a video. You had to put all 12 in your mouth at the same I, time. I don't know if we were supposed to chew as we go. I don't know. It, it was a mess, but we had, a, we had a lot of fun with it. Um, but I would say her parents came here to pick her up in June. And so we got to meet her parents. And then um, we traveled to their home in, in northern Spain in July. And so then getting to see where she was from and getting to experience um, the Basque culture and a lot of what she had shared with us and you know, just really getting to get a feel for where she was from and her family. That was uh, that you know, from from eating all kinds of uh, crazy things that I didn't know what they were, um, to just sitting, and uh, we were, went up the mountain and like sat and had a drink with her parents. And her mom's English is much better than my Spanish, but then, you know, trying to communicate and just we just had a a really good time. It was really wonderful just to meet them and um, spend time with people who raised just such a a great adventurous daughter who is now part of our family. So the next question, Shelly, uh, is what is something you're looking forward to doing next year that you didn't do this year? And if you want, I'll go first, give you time to think. I can see the look on your face right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Just, yeah, please. Thank you. Okay. Something that I've always wanted to do, and I keep talking about it, but I haven't actually done it. I want to go to goat yoga. What? <laughs> I know. It sounds crazy, but like the little goats, not like big full goats, but it's not about the yoga. It's not about, it's just, I, I see it on TV or on, you know, social media. And I think it's hysterical. I'm trying to imagine doing a pose or exercising while little goats are climbing all over me and whatever. I just, you know, it's like, I feel like now I try to do something and the dog just looks me in the face. I'm just trying to imagine doing that with goats. <laughs> and I think doing that with friends would be the funniest thing in the world. And like I said about laughter, I, I just think I would laugh so much. So you, I have you not come done up it. with the craziest ideas. I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I will watch and take a video of you doing it. Okay. Okay. I, I, I'm not I a big fan really... of the idea of animals standing on me. So I think cool. it would be funny. <laughs> you do that, you might as well go and have the pedicure with the fish, like eat all the skin off your feet. <laughs> I, I heard that kind of cool. So, okay, I'll put that on my list too, but I don't think that would be as funny. 
I'm not, I'm not doing it though. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Something you said, something I look forward to doing next year that I didn't do mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. If I say I'm looking forward to it and then I don't do it next year either, is that going to be a bad thing? No, you're fine. Okay. I want to clean my house. I've said it the last <laughs> what 12 years. I would really like to make better progress on decluttering my house. And if you need more about that and Shelly's um, <laughs> talk about declutter, you can go to episode 12, Facing Down Our Clutter. <laughs> and me too. And, me too. And everything we said in that is still not done. So I think we should do an update in the spring because you know I have to I have to declutter my house. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think maybe we should check back in on that. You do that. Okay. Yeah. But no, mine, I, I mine probably will sound like this. I haven't done much. <laughs> I keep saying I will, but I'm not doing it. See, I get distracted by things like goat yoga. And I get distracted by, oh, that's a book I haven't read yet. Or, oh, that's where that photo album went. I would love to just sit here and read through this journal that I wrote. Oh. And my husband comes up, what are you doing? I'm cleaning out the room. You're not. You're in the same place you've been sitting for the last 45 minutes. Okay. <laughs> There's no shame in reading. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here's another one. Um, what is something that happened an experience maybe this year that you will hopefully remember for, for good reasons? We started a podcast. <laughs> for good reasons. <laughs> I think that one covers all of the adjectives, doesn't it? I, I think that covers a lot of the questions. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, if we're going to jump onto that one, I'm going to ask you what was your favorite episode of the year? We've recorded 30, I don't know what number this is, 32 maybe. So 31 mm. previous episodes. What is your favorite? Mm. That is, that's again, like trying to choose your favorite child. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going to, I'm going to say this and I want you to know that it's not just the episode as it exists. It's for me. Also, the conversation and the planning and the recording, everything that went into the whole experience from our perspective. Okay. I have to say first, our very first one about God Loves You, because <laughs> we did put a lot of thought into that. And it was, I remember the moment we were inspired sitting in the coffee shop and went, this is how this episode's going to kind of go. And then the second one is wait, number wait. six. Hang on, I think you need to stop and tell the rest of that story because how many times did we actually record that first episode? I don't remember. Twice. Oh, only first, twice? The first time we did it, start <laughs> to finish, we recorded it. And then when we went back and listened to it, we went, oh, no. Oh, that's right. I'd forgotten that. <laughs> yep. yep. I thought you were going to say that. It took like a week or two later. We hemmed and hawed about how to change it, what to do with it, and we recorded it again, and and that's... And it worked. I mean, it really, it was divine inspiration. It really, the way it came out the second time was so much better and the way it was meant to be. Okay. Well, the second one that is my favorite episode is number 16, Following Mary to Jesus. I knew you were going to say that. Of course you did, because, <laughs> you know, I'm a Mary girl. Um, and part of that was the conversation leading up to that episode, which was you and I discussing how we approach seeing Mary differently. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
you were a little reluctant to do that episode mm -hmm. because you don't have the same relationship with Mary. And I remember telling you, but that's what makes this episode so important. <laughs> I think a lot of people will identify with that. And sure enough, it came out beautifully and it's still our number one episode. It so. is. It is. And that was, I think that was also kind of a, a turning point for us in the way that we prep the episodes and and talk about what to talk about what to talk about because we didn't have the same perspective at all and rather than fight it or try to try to strong oh, arm you the did other try one, to fight it yes you did and i did try to strong arm you <laughs> rather than try to strong arm the other person to agree with us um we we just embraced it mm -hmm. and so we we both presented our thoughts separately you know and 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 I think it turned out to be a beautiful episode. I I really do. And I, it, you know, what's funny also, I think that in having that discussion uh, in preparation and then the discussion on the podcast, I really, it's, it really helps. It helped me. I know personally. Really, I had to seriously think about well, how do I think about Mary. Mm -hmm. why why is she important in my relationship with Jesus you know and so yeah that I was gonna say that is probably one of mine also because of because mm. of the how I felt coming out of it um, and then seeing that it was well received also um, okay Lisa what what is your not Mary favorite episode <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm almost afraid to hear this answer it's really hard though because when I when I think about some of the episodes, I think about some of the I'll say the goofs or the hiccups we've had, like starting three times because the internet goes out or my dog. I mean, how many how many episodes are much longer than they should have been and we had to cut because the dog is barking or like right now he keeps growling and barking, you know, during more or the than yard guys half. or the thunderstorm is still my favorite. The thunderstorm, yes. Because you can hear it on the audio. You can hear that thunder rolling. Yeah. So oh my goodness. I think about the time that I said, hi, this is Shelly. And obviously, I'm Lisa. I mean, I shouldn't say obviously, because that's one of the feedback we've heard is that people can't tell us apart, which I'm really sorry about that. I don't have a, another accent I can pull out of my pocket. So I'm just going to speak in my regular voice. That's Lisa, um, by the way, talking. I'm Lisa. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I, they, gosh, so many of them. I think talking about mom and dad's marriage, which was episode 18, Secrets to a Lasting Marriage. Um, one of the ones I was really surprised how well it it was received because I felt very, hmm, I don't know what the word is. I, I felt like it was like gratuitous. It was more just for us. Like we recorded one just for us um, because it was important to us, but, and I didn't think anyone would really care. Um, and oops, see the dog is barking right now. Um, and that was episode 24, which was embracing the dignity of life. And that was our discussion about our granny mm -hmm. and her struggle with, you know, uh, journey with dementia, Alzheimer's and what we have learned and, you know, from from experiencing that with her and it felt like a very personal episode 
Uh, it was well, a very personal episode. We were both crying. I don't yes. know if you can hear it, but we were both just crying for most of that. And I didn't know, and I and I have heard personally from from several people who also had family members struggle with dementia, Alzheimer's, and you know how, what it meant to them. Mm -hmm. So uh, that one was a surprise for me. And then you know me, I can't ever just have one. I have to be extra. And then the other ones I would say would be our guests. Oh, we yes. had four, four guests this year, starting with our dear friend from our church, uh, Paula Perry, which was episode 20, Proclaim the Word with Paula. And then we had uh, our friends, the Saints, with Maria Johnson, episode 23, Enhance Your Prayer Life with Barb Shiskevitz. Did I say that right? Shishkevich. Uh Episode 25. <laughs> and then, of course, our episode with our dear mom, um, the Spirit of Holiday Traditions, episode 29. Those were a challenge for us in how to, we'd never done that before. And that we'd was a learning been, experience. We'd been on podcasts. We'd never had guests on our podcast. So it was a lot of fun. And I am so grateful for the four of them for coming on with us and braving it. And we look forward to having many more in 24. Wait, that rhymed. That didn't. <laughs> you always make things that rhyme. I don't even think you realize it. I'm a poet and didn't really know it. Oh my I'm gosh. Kidding. No. Is that a dad joke? <laughs> yes, because dad used to say that a lot. Also, you and I, Shelly, did discuss like a spiritual reflection of the year. We didn't really want this one to end the year to be heavy. I think a lot of people are very solemn to end the year or they're very like, you can do it. So um, we didn't, we, we wanted it to be a little more fun. Yeah, come back after the first of the year, we'll have an episode on some spiritual goal setting and, and how we're going to approach the new year, but that's not today. So. No, but if you would like to do a spiritual reflection on your year, um, we, we do have one that uh, you and I, Shelly, are probably going to do in our own personal time, um, but not not together here publicly on the podcast. And it's a, an examined prayer for the year. And it was written by Vanita Hampton Wright. And we will put the link in the show notes. And uh, it's, it's short, but it's very um, prayerful. And I think it's a, I think it's a good one to, to kind of help you, um, you know, review the year with gratitude, pay attention to your emotions, and then choose something to go forward and pray and pray about it. So um, I will put the link in the show notes for that. Fantastic. All right, Shelly, do you have any New Year's plans? Are you a party girl? No, I am not a party girl. You know me. <laughs> We, uh, we usually leave the house because of all the fireworks that go on until two or three in the morning at our neighborhood. We usually go out to mom and dad's place and hang out there over the weekend. Anyway, our daughter, the one that runs the podcast, Holy Spontaneity, she is going to be at Seek this year, uh, working in the vendor area with a friend of hers. And she's really excited to get to go. And we've talked about maybe we'll stay back and take her to the airports early January 1st. So, uh, We're not really party people either. We will probably be making something, something specific for dinner and then uh, watching a movie and I will probably be asleep before midnight. So I'm, yeah. 
If we are home, I will not be asleep before midnight because there will be what sounds like World War III outside our house for a long time. But if we are away, then I agree with you. I'll probably be out by 10, 30, 11. <laughs> it's midnight somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I say, unless, unless my teenage daughter is doing something and then I have to stay awake till she gets home. But yes. No, but something fun that we always do New Year's Eve is uh, we have friends in Australia and, you know, they're a good, what, 17 hours ahead of us. So they'll wish us happy new year. And we'll be like, Hey, how's the future look from that, from the, from your view. <laughs> so we, oh, we usually cute. have a little chit chat there. So. You know, that's what we should do. We should, um, go to Australia. Face... No, I was going <laughs> to say, I guess I should WhatsApp with, uh, Clara and do see if we can do the 12 grapes virtually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get better at it this year. Buy smaller grapes. Yes, fill tiny grapes <laughs> or, or chew faster. <laughs> All right, dear listener, thank you for being with us uh, this this year. I, I mean, we are so grateful for you. That is a huge part of our 2023, as you heard, has been starting this podcast. And without you being part of our community and being there each week, downloading the podcast, we wouldn't still be doing this. So we are very, very grateful. If you are spending this upcoming holiday weekend listening or catching up with some of our previous episodes, we would love to hear from you what uh, inspires you or what you like so that it helps us plan for 2024 um, so that we can do more episodes of those that you enjoyed. And from Lisa and I, Shelly, we would like to wish you a very happy New Year's, and we can't wait to see you in 2024. <laughs>